This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show in partnership with the Compassionate Friends. I'm your host, Dr. Heidi Horsley, and I'm here today with the Executive Director of the Compassionate Friends, Alan Peterson. Hi, Alan. How are you doing, Heidi? It's uh, an honor to be with you today. we got a great show planned for today, don't we? Yeah, I'm excited, and I'm very happy that you're co-hosting this with me today because you are also a singer-songwriter, and so is our guest. Yeah, I'm. Uh, she she's the uh, the real deal, as we say in the music business. And uh, Amy Sky is a wonderful songwriter, singer, performer, and um, you know the project that we're going to talk with her about today is really touching a lot of lives, offering a lot of hope to people. And I think as artists, I'm sure she'll share that opinion. That is what we really do it for. It's to move people and have an effect. So I'm excited to, to interview her today with you. Absolutely, Alan. And as you know. Um, I first saw Amy perform at the Compassionate Friends this summer with Olivia Newton-John and Beth Nielsen-Chapman, and she was a powerhouse. It was an amazing concert. It was. We were touched by it, and uh, I think for them it was the first time that they had played their songs from their, their incredible new CD, Live On. It's the first time they'd played them live. So they were with us, and you could see the emotion from them and, and the heart. So. Uh, their music's powerful, they're powerful individually, and they're powerful together, these three women. So uh, I'm glad that we can uh, we can be a part of this experience with them, this wonderful music experience. Absolutely. And as you said, Alan, Live On is a new album to aid and comfort those experiencing grief and loss while using the power of music to heal. And let me tell you all about Amy, our, our uh, guest today. Amy Skye is a singer, songwriter. She's a record producer, theater actress, and television host. She's won numerous awards, including the prestigious SoCan Award, which she has won three times. She is a real powerhouse, and we are so honored to have her here today. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you, Heidi and Alan. It's so great to be with you today. So, Amy, I was wondering, how did you get involved with the Live On Project with Olivia Newton-John and Beth Nielsen-Chapman? Well, it was really a sort of an organic process that that, um, has its roots Many years ago, uh, Olivia and I first started writing together in the 80s, and um, we, we, over the years, we've done a number of projects, including one in 2006 called Grace and Gratitude, which was a project of songs also to promote healing that we wrote when Olivia was going through a tough time in her life back then. And then about three years ago, I had just lost my mother, and Olivia had just lost her sister, both to cancer. And Olivia had asked me to write a song with her for her sister Rona's memorial. And when we wrote the song and shared it with Olivia's circle, everyone was asking us for more songs and about, you know, to help them accompany them on their grieving journey. And we realized it wasn't actually a collection of songs designed to do that. Like lots of people had written one song here or there, but there wasn't a collection that had the intention of helping people through that difficult time and really any difficult time, giving any kind of loss. So we thought that we would um, ask our friend Beth Nielsen Chapman, who 
is known in this world to be such a superb writer uh, about grief and loss. Uh, she wrote beautifully about it, including an amazing song called Sand and Water after the loss of her husband, uh, now 20 years ago. And so the three of us decided to get together and see what would happen if we, if we decided to create this body of material. And what came out of it was the CD called Live On. Wow, I love this. And I love that you, you all had f- deaths of a family member, but they were all different losses. And uh, I, I love the message in these songs because I know that live on means to thrive, have hope, and to remember. And, and that's what I love about it. You're, you're acknowledging and validating how difficult it is, but you're also giving people hope and that through our remembering, we can also be in a positive space as well. Absolutely. Um, I think that moving towards hope and discovering how to once again live with meaning and purpose is such an important part of of going through a traumatic event. And I think sometimes we lose sight of the fact that, or we lose the belief that we can never do live like that again. Um, hard to work through. Hard to work through all the 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 sad stuff, but it's important. And I think music is so helpful on that journey. Yeah, did it help yeah, you? Did. Yeah, go on, Alan. Well, yeah, I think one thing about it, you know, Amy, that I admire, having been in the music business and, and like yourself, is this is groundbreaking in a sense because, you know, I, I was out touring in 2005. I toured for 10 years and did four CDs on grief and loss. And it was great because I was in this niche Already, my daughter Ashley died, and I began writing about that experience, but it wasn't mainstream. I was playing for groups that were about grief and loss at the time. And so when you guys took this journey with this Live On album, I think that's what I liked so much about it and why I want to support it so much is that you're saying to the world, grief and loss, it isn't just death. It's, you know, divorce. It can be the loss of a job, loss of a house, loss of your mobility. But you've taken this word grief, which is a scary word, and you're putting it out to the mainstream and saying, you know what, it's real. It's part of life. You process it. You go through it. You cry tears for as long as you need to. And then you do, like the album says, live on. And when did did you realize or when did you realize that, hey, this is a really different topic, but we're going to do it just because it needs to be done and not look at whether people will accept it or not? Well, you know, like like most um, important work that you do as an artist, you don't start with the end in mind. You don't start with what's going to happen after you write the songs. You just go, let me mine my experience and my emotions and let me see what how vulnerable I can be so I can access my own truth and what happened to me. And as you both know, since you work in this world, that dialogue is such an important part of it. So with the three of us, we would get together, the three of us, and we would sit and we would just talk. We'd, we'd pour a cup of tea and we'd talk about what we've been through and the different aspects of it. And then uh, a title would bubble up and we'd be like, oh, well, that's the thing. Like We need to talk about that. You know, for example... The song, You Don't Know What to Say. Um, we right. were talking about, it started out actually, we wanted to write a song about you as the person trying to comfort someone more and like you don't know what to say. And we, we actually traveled down that road writing the song and we probably worked on it for a day and a half and it just wasn't sitting right. And then suddenly, I forget which one of us said, 
no, we've got the story wrong. This song needs to be about the person who's, who's grieving, who's saying to the people around them, I know you don't know what to say to me, but it's okay. I just need you to love me. So, um, you know, and, 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 and there's still probably a different song called I Don't Know What to Say. You know, like there's so many points right. on the wheel. Uh, of a conversation that, that are difficult. And, and, and as you guys know so well, it's so difficult to talk about this stuff that what a lot of people do is they just shove it under the rug and they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And right. the three, what the three of us really needed to do was talk to each other to come to terms with our own stuff. And, and once we'd done that, and once we'd covered all of these points on the wheel, we realized we can't be alone here. There, there, there must be so many other people that, that want to join this conversation. And so did it help you with your own mother's mother's death? Did it help in your grief process as you as you wrote this music and, and sung it? It really did. Um, I think you know, my mom's death, every every story is different, but it was it was out of the blue. She was she diagnosed in January of two thousand eleven and, and she passed in November and previous to that she had was super healthy, super busy, super wow. active. It just gotten remarried and my father had passed quite some time ago and uh, her life was back on track and she had six kids and 16 grandchildren and I was on her honeymoon and just it was wow. <laughs> it was just crazy like none of us could make sense of it yeah and she was also a therapist and very much a part of our lives in terms of someone that helped us hold our stories together and so her loss was was uh, just a, a massive shock for everyone and, and I think shock is a part, recovering from the shock of a trauma is a big part of it as well when, it, when it's so unexpected and out of the blue. And um, just by virtue of saying it, even now as I'm saying it to you, like a piece of me goes, right, she's not here. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to move on, even though it's been four years now, five years now, you know. And, uh, t- and telling the story and, and moving towards acceptance um, is, is very healing. Well, don't you agree, Amy? I think the music itself that you're doing here, um, I mean, the one thing it gives the listener more than anything else, it doesn't take the listener uh, to a a dark place. It takes them to a real place. But what it really does is validates for us that, you know what? Gosh, I'm not the only one that feels that way. There's a particular song on the Live On uh, album that I think encapsulates grief better than I've ever seen it encapsulated, and that is There's a Stone in My Pocket. Mm, I love Can you talk a little bit about mm. that song and, and how it came together? Because it truly encapsulates all that you are feeling um, looking at grief. Yes, that was, a, that was a real light bulb moment for us when, when we came across that sentence. And actually, it was, I think, Olivia's assistant, Martha, who, who had offered that to us. She had seen or heard that sentence somewhere. And uh, metaphors, you know, visual metaphors are really, really helpful when you're trying to explain your emotions. And when we came yeah. across that sense, um, the first thing was uh, we were finishing up a day of writing and we said, okay, tomorrow we're going to work on this stone in my pocket because we don't know what's inside that title, but something, you know, there's a conversation around that. And I went back to my hotel room. We were in Las Vegas, actually, and um, I came up with this ballad melody. And I sent, and Beth was in her hotel room, and I sent it to her. And uh, then the next morning, we were supposed to go and meet Olivia in her hotel room. And Beth sent me a text saying, "I'm on to something. I, I took, you know, I grabbed, I grabbed a hold of that title, and I know you sent me a ballad, but I don't think this is a ballad. I think this is not mm-hmm. a tempo song. 
and she had uh, a little chorus happening. So um, when she had gone the distance with that, we gathered in Olivia's hotel and she played it for us and we went, isn't this great? You know, like grief isn't all like tears and Kleenex. Sometimes it's a little bit of protest and a little bit of anger and a little bit of I'm fed up and like, I don't get it. Why, you know, why have you been gone so long and why is there still this pain every day? I feel it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was very illuminating for me as well and validating, as you say, Alan, because I realized, I think there's a certain point, especially maybe it's your first major loss, where you go, I can't believe I wake up and I've still got this weight in my heart. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get over it or move on? And and when we realized, no, it's just with you. And Beth was really helpful to us because when we wrote the song, her husband had already been gone for about 18 years. And she was like, nope, got news for you guys. I know you think you're going to wake up one day and, and, and like the weight will be gone. But she says it's, it's always there in some shape. Right. It could be a pebble. It could be a boulder. But that you, that's your souvenir of your grief journey is that stone in your pocket. So, so Amy, yeah. where can people get your CD? And tell us also about your concert. And I know Alan is going to your concert on February 14th in Sacramento. And how can people find out where you are playing and where you guys are and how to get the CD? Thanks for that question, Heidi. Um, that's a great question. So very easy to find the CD on iTunes. Uh, you can stream it on Spotify. You can actually order it on Amazon. And I want to tell you an interesting story about ordering it on Amazon in, in a second. And we're just about to head off to um, Dublin and Glasgow and London uh, this weekend for 10 days. And then we're going to come back stateside and do concerts in uh, Beverly Hills, Livermore, California, near San Francisco, Sacramento, uh, and two dates in Washington State, Tacoma and Everett. And that's like a little mini tour, little eight dates that we're doing over the next three weeks. So if you're in any of those areas, or if you feel like flying to any of those areas, we'd love to see you at the mm-hmm. concert. And, and do, um, do you have a website I, where I, people I, can log on and, and get those dates? Yes, good point. The website's called Live On Music, and live with no E, liveonmusic.com. There's a Facebook page also called Live On Music, and all the late-breaking news is, is on Facebook or on the website. So you can follow us in both places. Well, you guys are doing a terrific job with, with – we've seen you out on TV and on The Doctors and other different shows. So the word is definitely getting out, and uh, I just want to tell you it's terrific music and you're terrific songwriters. And um, as, as uh, the executive director of The Compassionate Friends, uh, I know that your music is loved by our organization and our members. Uh, so it's, um, it's a, it's a, the, the project is already touching – Many, many people, Amy, and that's got to make you feel good, doesn't it? It, it really does, and, and we love performing for the Compassionate Friends Conference in Scottsdale last summer. And, in fact, uh, well, two things happened during that concert. One, um, I could see, you mentioned Stone in My Pocket, I could see the room just kind of activate when we played that song. It really seemed to yeah. touch a nerve, people to relate to that, and especially the men. I love that. Because, as you know, I'm sure men have a little bit harder time expressing their emotions. And I think an up-tempo song that's got a little bit of little bit of protest to it is a, is a good space for people to know that, hey, we can feel that way too. And yeah. um, then the other thing that happened, I was so touched by 
reading all the stories of parents who had lost children. And I myself had, uh, my son had been in a, a very serious accident in, in 2012. And, you know, it was touch and go for a bit. And we didn't know if he's going to make it. We didn't know if he's going to wow. keep his leg. It was a sports accident. So I'd been through some, you know, not losing a child, but definitely being in a very vulnerable space. And I was very moved by by everyone coming together to to honor their losses and to help each other through that. And so much so that when I was singing one of my songs, uh, one of the songs on the CD, I Will Take Care of You, and I looked out and I, I saw a father weeping, I just got really emotional myself. And I actually uh, started to cry during that song and so much really lost my composure that Olivia actually had to step in and, and take over and sing a few lines for me till I could kind of get it together. So um, I'm I'm all for crying. I'm I'm all for sharing. I'm all for for being real and and helping each other along this along this path. Well, thank you so much, Amy Sky, and thank you, like Alan said, for giving grief a voice, for using the power of music to help people heal, for bringing awareness all over the world about our plight and. Like you said, the reason we grieve is because we love. And we're going to end today with a song that you sing called My Heart Goes to You. And do you want to just tell us a little bit about it? And then we're going to end with it. Fantastic. Thanks, Heidi. So while we were at Olivia's Ranch for our third writing session, one morning uh, we were sitting at breakfast and I got an email about a friend of mine whose daughter had suddenly passed away. And she was a new mom, the daughter, 24. And she unexpectedly passed away in her sleep with a six-month-old child, leaving a six-month-old child behind. And I said to Olivia and Beth, oh, my gosh, I want to reach out to her. But honestly, I, I don't know what to say to my friend who thought it had passed. I just don't even know where would I begin. And Olivia said, well, what would you like her to know? And I said, I, I want to know that, just that my heart goes out to her. And the three of us looked at each other and we went, okay, well, is that something we need to talk about? We literally... Didn't even finish our breakfast. We put down our forks. We walked over to the piano, which was feet away in, in Olivia's living room. And within an hour, we wrote this song. And I know it was inspired by my, my friend Aaron's daughter, Lauren. You know, I, I believe that when people pass, their spirit is around. And, and I think Lauren wanted that song to be written. And uh, we think of her every time we sing the song. And uh, it, it's a very wonderful message to anyone who is suffering, to know that there are people around who... who whose heart is with them in their hour of need. Great, Amy. Thank you so much for everything. And we're going to close by hearing you saying, my heart goes out to you. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Heidi. And thanks, Alan.
by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.